welcome to I'm Not a Fan Unless I Have a Podcast. I'm John Hanford, and thank you so much for subscribing on YouTube, uh, subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, uh, thanks for following on Instagram at GizFanPod. Um, I appreciate it. And um, yeah, this episode is a really fun one. Uh, because we have three repeat guests. They were all on the, uh, on the episode uh, from the su- a few months ago over the summer. Um, it was the episode entitled Fuck Ton of Dots. Um, and that episode is the only one from this podcast that has been flagged by YouTube uh, for being inappropriate for children, uh, which I think is hilarious because uh, how is that the only one? Um, I mean, personally, I think this, this podcast is suitable for anybody. Um, but whenever you have people making decisions about what might be suitable or not be suitable for somebody else, um, I generally don't care for those people. Uh, and, and, and so therefore I, I feel like they would just want to flag every episode. So I don't know what's taking them so long, but, um, in any case, uh, so we have those three people returning this time. Uh, there are Jaden, Amanda, and Andres, a.k.a. Cherry. Uh, the three of them are, are on this podcast episode, and primarily I wanted to have them on because uh, the last go-round, uh, and, and I clipped this, this, this segment from the podcast uh, on, onto Instagram, uh, Cherry made, made the point that with Joey's side project, his solo project, Bull Ant, uh, their quote directly was, uh, Joey made that for the gays. And uh, once Intrasport, uh, <laughs> once King Gizzard debuted Intrasport, uh, you know, once they teased it on, on their Instagram, uh, I, I sent it to, to the three of them. I was like, all right, we're doing a follow-up episode. Uh, <laughs> we, we need we need to have you back on because, uh, you know, Cherry fucking called it. And, um, and yeah, I mean, Joey's pop influence. Uh, I've been talking about that for a while. It's, it's, I mean, it's one of my favorite parts about the, I guess the evolution of King Gizzard is how they're sort of going into this poppy vein. Um, that seems to be more or less influenced by Joey's tastes and, uh, and, and, you know, just his, little flavors that he uh that he puts on all the on, on all the stuff um i don't know how if, if that was succinct enough um been sort of a, a weird brain fog but uh without further ado um i don't think there's anything else for me to talk about so let's just get right into this podcast please welcome once again Jaden, amanda and andres aka cherry so like I, i'm just Right now, we're coming. This is just coming on the heels of me almost getting catfished on Tinder. It's like, oh, yeah. Are, it, it, are you okay? Oh, I, I'm okay? fine. I almost got catfished. It was it was like one of those things where like my hopes were high because I was like, hey, you seem pretty real. And then all of a sudden, she's like, give me your number right now. And I was like, can we talk a little longer? <laughs> and uh, right, That's and and then it's just like immediate unmatch, and I'm just like, shucks. I mean, to, if if you want if you want if you want to feel better, that that definitely happened to me. 
Oh, same. I think it's happened to just about everybody at this point. Um, But, uh, I mean, unless Amanda's got a different story. (laughs) I I thankfully do not. I'm pretty sketched out when it comes to dating apps. Yeah, that makes sense. I've been able to steer that situation. (laughs) But my condolences. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's... uh, it, it's not i'm not so sad so much sad about it it's just like it was just jarring it hasn't happened in a while like <laughs> like I, I haven't even been like trying to date um it's just like it's something to do because i'm just bored as shit uh and th- this podcast is only so fun you know um <laughs> there's so much to do at home that's that's fair yeah but i have been listening to uh to kg a ton um, and that's kind of why I, I called this meeting, um, because back when, when we did our original episode, uh, Andres, AKA Cherry, uh, you had said that Joey made Bolant for the gays and that was the clip. Uh, and, and it was, it was a great clip. That's one of the best moments in podcast history. And you fucking called it. You fucking called it with Intrasport. Let me just say, that shit was hilarious. I remember when uh, the the um, was it the teaser for it came out. I was like, this, this, yes, yeah. this is everything. This is everything like I've ever wanted, and that they could give me. And then the music video came out. And let's just talk about the music video, okay? So <laughs> the floor is yours. So, um, it's just hilarious because it's like. It's all these bros, and then they're like, hang out, let's have some beers. And then they just take their shirt off and start lighting each other's feet on fire and dancing and shit. And then I was watching it, and then there's like a scene where like they're partying, they're like laying their feet on a table. And I was like, oh, okay, haha, funny. And then I look closely, and there is a little bottle of poppers, aka uh emil nitrate and i was like no fucking way that cannot be poppers on that goddamn table and i looked it up and it was like a like a reputable brand like a big brand of poppers that's like famous in like circuit parties and shit and i was like there's no way okay so maybe it's because i don't party a ton but what are poppers oh no (laughs) god Let's go. Well, it's like, yeah, do you know what? <laughs> it's amyl nitrate. Okay, okay. Oh, oh. Okay. Wait. Wait. On. Is is that the same thing as whippets or I different? Know, actually. I, no. Different. I, no. I think it's different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well, I'm new to poppers. <laughs> it well, it is advertised as um, tape cleaner. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. For is, for for actual film, like you, this is what you clean photos with. Oh, that makes sense. Cause like, uh, I mean, Sublation was there, you know. Um, oh, he, he, he was in the music video. Yes. So. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> what people use amyl nitrate for? Because it is legally the loophole is that it is a tape cleaner and it is not meant for ingestion. (laughs) What they do is they open the cap and you huff it, you you know? Uh And all of your smooth muscles get loose and you get like a very slight high. 
very popular in the gay club scene, if you know what I mean. Huh. I have <laughs> Oh, wait, no, now I know what poppers are. I've heard about Lucy, that. Lucy Turkey Yeah. Very that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, it's it's been a minute. Wow, this <laughs> pandemic's really taken a toll on my lexicon. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Dude, I was literally screaming. I was like, there's no way. And it texted everyone I knew. I was oh. like, how? <laughs> no, and that was totally intentional. I mean, yeah, I mean. I guess, like. Amyl nitrate's popular in Australia now. They just like getting loose down under, you know? They like getting loose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, but, but made my day. Something, that, something also, like, uh, Cherry, I don't know if you remember this. No, actually, I think you do, because I brought it up. Uh, um, John, Yeah. Uh, do you follow PHC Films on Instagram? They're, yeah. like, video guy? Yeah. On his story, this was, like, a while ago. Like, like oh, maybe, like, it might have been like ever so like a month or two after chunky right mm-hmm. p uh phc posted on the story and it's it's like this really like kind of awful photo of cookie and he like it's it looks like like the the, the pose that he's making is like like whoever's holding the phone was like a hey, cook and then he just turned uh-huh. and he's holding what looks like phc brand poppers <laughs> I, I remember seeing that photo and I was like, I want that. I don't even do poppers and I want that. I need it now. <laughs> like, I need it, bro. Like, I need oh my God. I need poppers. Jesus Christ. So yeah. Um, um, well, yeah, so we, we, I mean, yeah, Intersport was absolutely tremendous. I mean, I think that it was just that teaser came out and maybe not even an hour later, I I texted like I created the, the, the group and Instagram for, for us for to <laughs> I was just like Cherry called it. Um Cherry called it. And, and and that was before I even heard the rest of the song. We just knew uh that you were right. Um and then uh just the other day they released uh If Not Now, then when. And that's kind of it seems to be sort of like a like a groovier, like like I guess, you know lesson to, it's still like a little poppy though you know like a, it's got a, mm-hmm. it's, it's funky um and and it seems to be sort of in that same vein of of the interest board of you know like uh i mean kind of like sketches honestly um but uh yeah i mean what, what was like we can get into the rest of kg you know in a little bit but uh but i, I kind of want to talk about the new track since like that's the newest thing i would have said it this is, I think, my personal preference. I like this song. It's been my favorite release this year. I like it more than the KG singles. The only other song I like other than If Not Now When it was Ontology. But I love this song so much. It's so catchy. And I thought it was so happy. And then I read the lyrics and I was like, oh, depressing. No, yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, it came out and we were like, Oh yeah, like oh it's groovy, whatever. Jaden brought up it's like it's actually really depressing when you read the lyrics. I looked it up and I was like, Oh yeah. Amanda had no point what the lyrics were at this point. And she was just like, I just think it's really fun. I like the beat. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, sweetie, no. <laughs> so, Amanda, do you also watch The Bachelor for like advice? <laughs> Get her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm fucking around, but you know, I, I do because, like, yeah. Originally, 
initially that song sounded super, you know, fun and, and just like, you know, uplifting. Um, and, and then you, you read the lyrics and it's just like, why aren't these like, why are they so unintelligible, you know, in, in the mix? Like, why, why not like, you know, maybe try to make them a little more prevalent? So my thing is with that, I'm like, I don't know, but I, I tend to like more lo-fi stuff to begin with, but I, I love how the mixing was. Sometimes I don't like when the vocals are too prevalent. I kind of like it when like it's in the mixing. Kind of reminds me of like some songs off F&B where like mm -hmm. Stu's vocals are kind of like just mixed in with the band. I don't know. I, I think it's like more lo-fi. Yeah. Like preference. Yeah, I mean, I, I do like that, you know, th that aesthetic. Like, I, I get what you're saying. I just, uh, it just seems weird that you wouldn't want those lyrics, like, really well articulated and out there for, that you was, know, w when they're that, like, profound. That was my thing. My whole thing was, like, these, like, something that I've, this is an observation I made a, a couple days ago, stoned out of my mind listening to whatever record it was that they released in the past two years like something happened after 2017 where like when they came out with fishies and then followed up with rat's nest they like really made a point to like let their music really say something like fishing for fishies very environmentalist same thing with rat's nest although it, you know you kind of take the whole like the, the whole oh we're gonna go conquer the stars and it's like well i mean are, do we really want to do that and then that that was like the whole concept of that and now we have kg where all of these little more specific ideas are kind of pointed out like automation minimum brain size mm -hmm. stuff like that i felt like we're getting another point across on if not now then when because like that's the idea it's like i mean it's in the title you know mm -hmm. if, if we're not going to worry about it now then when are we going to worry about it because we're running out of time that's the idea why make a song so catchy and then like make it so no one can hear what they're singing so nobody can sing along it's like yeah like like i mean because you're just gonna, you're just inviting people to go like yeah <laughs> and then like i'm walking around the neighborhood on my daily walk just doing that and people look at me like i'm insane and it's like you know, I'd much rather be articulating words so people would be like, oh, wow, this guy's listening to some really heavy shit. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. Like, I, I yeah, it, it, it seems weird. It, it's a cool song and maybe we're just too nitpicky, but I, I don't know. Like, I think we're kind of in the minority when it comes to like, if you hear a song you like, do you look up what the lyrics are? Like, do you Google it? It's like, that, I, that's what this requires you to do. <clears throat> I personally think that maybe they, maybe, like, they did that on purpose. So, like, you can be, like, it intrigues people. They want to know what he's saying. So you, like, you know, voluntarily go look at the lyrics and actually read what they're saying instead of just hearing it and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I, I mean, yeah, you did, you're, you're right. I mean, like, you can hear what they're saying on Rattlesnake. I still, for the longest time, thought they were just saying Rattlesnake over and over and over again yeah. instead of the final stands final line being rattles me i didn't know that mm -hmm. and that like, you could hear that like sh you know pretty straightforward and i still didn't know that so i mean i feel like everything's for a, re a reason and for if, sure. if that's how they liked it that's how they liked it I, i'm being nitpicky because i'm I, I choose to consume the art but 
it's still good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I remember we, I, I was the same way with Rattlesnake. Like, it wasn't until I, I saw somebody on the Facebook page getting shamed in a comment section for getting Rattles Me wrong. Like, <laughs> that, that's how I learned that it was Rattles Me and not just a fourth Rattlesnake. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, let's get back to, uh, to KG. Um, cause like that album was kind of all over the place with, uh, just with, with the different sounds. Like we got, you know, we got some classic, uh, like some classic microtonal gigs with automation and then some straight up new shit, um, you know, with like odd life and, and whatnot. Uh, what were some of the tracks that stuck out to you guys? Go first. Amanda. Definitely. Oh, never. Amanda, go first. Yeah. yeah let's hear Amanda. <laughs> My, well, number one song, my favorite on KG, favorite release was Ontology. I loved that song so much. I thought that was such like an interesting melody and just style of the song in general. I thought it was just really cool. And then my whole favorite part of KG is some of us into Ontology, into Intrasport, mm -hmm. probably like my favorite like trilogy. I guess, in their discography at this point. But uh, KG, for me, like, uh, some of the songs I wasn't vibing with too much. Straws in the Wind, I was a little bit, like, meh on, which Jaden was not. Yeah, I, I, I'm, with, I'm in Jaden's camp. <laughs> Jayden Shout not out to John. Camp. High five yeah. me. <laughs> Word. I will say, though, I was not a fan of the single, like, out of context. But with context of the album, I did like it a lot more, though. I won't say that. Nah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, I do think the context helps straw the, the case for Straws in the Wind, but I thought it was it was the uh, most powerful single that they released, um, uh, like like fr fr from KG before it came out. That's my personal opinion. But Cherry, what, what, you seem taken aback. <laughs> I don't know. Just I don't hate it. It just says straws in the wind. It's just <laughs> I don't know. Just something about it. I just like don't fucks with it. I just I I'm gonna be honest. I kind of skip it every time I listen to the album. But you know, um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I like I do think the B side, like starting with ontology and just going through the rest. I mean, that's that's my personal favorite uh, half of the album. But but yeah, I mean, like straws. It was just like I don't know. It just hit all the right notes for me like um because it, it just grooves so fucking hard like in a really weird like ominous and non-distorted way um that like it, it seemed to be sort of new territory for giz and it, and it mm -hmm. worked it, it worked well especially with like the uh the message of the song i thought um it, plus the, the, seeing galia doing a music video again was just like the coolest shit for me Oh, that you was know. fantastic, yeah. I think, like, my main thing about Straws in the Wind, though, is just, it's the way Ambrose is singing. I'm not even going to front. I would, I, I respect him for trying new things, but this, personally, was not my favorite. This is Erasure. <laughs> this is I, Ambrose Erasure. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, what, what, what's, because I think this is the best song that Ambrose has done with King Gizzard, so... I, I, I'm confused. Like, do you just not enjoy Ambrose? Is is that what we're getting to here? I mean, oh, hold no. up, hold up, John. That's a spicy take. Hold on, that's a spicy take, John. Mm -hmm. Straws in the Wind, best Ambrose song. Hold on, hold up. That's disrespectful to let me in the past. But I'm gonna let Amanda talk. No, I love the I love 
Ambrose's voice. He has like one of my favorite voices. Billabong is like top songs for me, but I just, I prefer his like more higher pitched voice. I, I was not a fan of this new style he was doing. Although I do love Ambrose. I love his songs. I love Murlocs. Oh, I, I just figured it was because he was like finally going through puberty. Um, <laughs> finally. After I, I, all these years. <laughs> this little kid's balls are dropping, guys. Yeah, he, he's, he's no longer shrimpy. He's big prawn now. Oh, prawn. yes. He's, lop, he's lobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's big lobster. lobster. He's a tiger prawn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Ambrose. All right. I think, okay, so... Of 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 this of this trio that you see before you, John, I am yeah. the only one who was in the camp of actually legitimately enjoying Straws in the Wind. Although my favorite. If single... we're playing favorites, Jaden, you're my favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get wrecked. Get wrecked. Be mad. That's right. Be mad. <laughs> no, Jaden, come back. Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, I feel for me, like my love for Straws and the Wind actually came after, came up like after the album came out because I appreciate it so much more in context of where it was. I, I think mm-hmm. I do fully agree with you that like, I, I, I agree with you in the sense that Straws in the Wind can go blow for blow with any other track for the album lyrically. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think it's like if I'm, I'm just a sucker for hype music. So like naturally automation and hungry wolf, like those are good. Those are my personal, like hands down those are my favorite songs in the album but like i i i just love the like ambrose has a knack in my opinion ambrose is the best writer in the band like that i take yeah i i lyrically at least i'm not not yeah that's a really hot take like like, i think i think lyrically speaking he had he he's the best writer so when i like do my mental analysis of like the lyrics of their songs like that one sticks out head and shoulders as to like to me at least as being the strongest one because the stuff that he's saying in the meta and like the just his wordplay in that song is top top notch top oh notch. yeah i i mean like like i i thought that was uh those were some of the deepest lyrics he's written um i mean like let me mend the past is an amazing song and like getting to see that live on last year's tour was like a highlight for sure. Um, but I mean, like, you know, cause usually when I think of like the best writers in King Gizzard, I typically like, for me, it's like a tie between Joey and cookie um, in terms of just the originality of, uh, uh, and, and just like how cerebral they get. Um, I mean, j- <laughs> I mean, you're losing your goddamn mind, Jaden. But like, I was uh, expecting you. To, I, honestly, I was expecting you to pull like the 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 every man's answer and be like, it's a tie between Joey and Stu. And, but for you to just completely leave Stu out of this question, that's pretty crazy. That's I mean, take. it's the thing because like Stu has the most uh, amazing output because like he's writing like eighty percent of the songs. But like, there's there's never been a weak Joey track, and just about everything Cookie does is genius. Um, and it's, it's just, he's not, he's never craving the spotlight. So, uh, it's like all those subtleties that make King Gizzard so magical, really, uh, in, in my opinion, but I, I don't know. I, I, I suck cookies dick a lot in this podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh, you and Sherry are best friends then. You and Sherry are best friends. <laughs> Do not. Stop. Uh, <laughs> um, I love every cookie song. I fucking love Popeye. Pie, pie, pie. Yeah. Um, 
Some of us I thought was like, some of us I'm a little hot and cold on. What? <laughs> you what? what? Loved the lyrics. I love some of us. Honestly, some of us, I like it better than Interest Sport. I fucking really? love some of us. And to find out that it was a cookie song, it just catapulted that. Yeah. I love I, that song so much. Know, I, I, I was musing about this with, uh, with somebody else in the podcast, but I was thinking, like, I really wish Cookie had sung the song, you know, like, because, like, that would have driven it home even further. Like, Ambrose gets a deep song. Cookie gets to sing a deep song. Like, that would have tied the whole thing together. Um, and he was just like, here, Stu, you get this one. Like, come on. You got this one. Yeah, that would have been so interesting to see Cookie come back and finally sing another song. Yeah, and then, and then like, Lucas can sing one on the next album. Like, it would have been, you know, just get more people involved. Oh. Like, Give Lucas John, the mic. John, John, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, are you are are you are you are you in the in the in the, I, I guess the the boat of King Gizzard fans who think uh, Ambrose raps on Odd Life? <laughs> no, that's okay. Like, like, do people not know what the fuck rap is? I For real. like I'm the last person that should ever be schooling anybody on what rap is, like what real rap is. But like, that isn't it. Like, he, what he's doing is he's singing one note. Um, you know, in like a syncopated rhythm, and it like it's it's he's singing. He's it's not rap. Like like, y'all, just because he's singing fast doesn't mean it's rapping. I hate to break it to y'all, but yeah, you you guys want okay. Like you know, you know, the only other time I've ever heard rapping used in in a way like like in this context, just because it's fast singing, is uh uh it's a song called Sam by the Meat Pup. It's 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 a bit of a deep cut, but like. They're it's basically they're singing at the same rate as an auctioneer, it's so it's hilarious because it's harmonized. Um, but it's like, like that's the closest thing to. But I mean, like that's more rap than than what this than what Odd Life is. Like, uh, I mean, Fred Durst raps. Ambrose is not Fred Durst. That's Fred Durst. Like, or. or, or for for anybody that like because it seems like the people that are saying ambrose ambrose is rapping it's like they want that do they want fred durst to take over king gizzard and the lizard wizard so it's just king king limp king limp and the you know gizzard biscuit or whatever i don't know (laughs) did did i just ruin everything just now (laughs) like i I didn't know that i was that i was this passionate about how ambrose is definitely not rapping on odd life but here we are. Uh, <laughs> and it kind of shows like how out of touch musically some like Gizzard fans are. I'm like, do you like, like, do you, have you ever listened to a rap song? Like, <laughs> it's so bad. Like, I mean, I just want to send all those people like, you know, a Run DMC CD from like, you know, 1985 or some shit. Like, for real. Like, MF just get them back to basics. <laughs> Please. Ooh, that was intense. That was intense. <laughs> I feel like thankfully I don't see too many of those comments anymore. But when KG initially came out the first one or two days, it was uh, definitely on Facebook and Reddit. I was like, is Ambrose rapping? We're finally getting the trap album that we've all been waiting for. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, if people want to call that a trap album, be my guest and yay king gizzard got a trap album hooray now those people can go to bed but like uh it's just it's just not it's not 
Just not. No. <laughs> Our, okay. So while we're still on the topic of KG for, for however longer we're going to be on it. Yeah. Do you have, John, do you have a ranking for it? Uh, it's the- it, yeah. It's, it's in my personal top five. Um, I, yeah. I, I really, really liked KG. Um, I mean, I, I just love the, all the experimentation that they did with it. Cause like, I know, like, obviously they experiment a lot in all their records, but like to go so drastically in like all these different directions on one and to like have it still flow together is just fascinating to me. I mean, especially like throwing honey after like between odd life and uh, the hungry wolf of fate just comes out of fucking nowhere. Like, and it still works. Like, I, I, I like this album because like it makes me think like okay once again like what were they thinking um but in a good way like so yeah and, and like just the the lyrics were just incredible throughout every song on this on this record so yeah that that's why I like it it doesn't really matter to me so much that it doesn't incorporate the giz verse and stuff like I'm I'm kind of okay with that sort of ending with murder of the universe you know or like polygon duana land um it's just cool to see to see like they're going in a in a an interesting direction, you know. Agreed. Cherry, your turn. <laughs> oh Jesus. Um uh, I don't honestly, I don't KG didn't wow me as much. It wasn't like um I don't know where I put it. It's definitely outside of my top five. Um maybe like Somewhere between f- five and ten. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, mean, before six. Yeah, before six. Yeah, and uh, yeah. A- a- Amanda, you're you're just more excited for LW to come out. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, uh, I I really like KG. I although it. KG didn't like really wow me, but also there are just some albums with Giz that just doesn't like really resonate with me until like way later, you know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. at the moment, it's pretty mid-tier for me. It's probably like between like six, ten, same thing as Cherry, but like, I don't know, give it like two or three months, it might be in a different place. Yeah. Um, I mean, that that's kind of what I like about Giz in general is just like it, it, it fluctuates so much just like what I like um, I mean like do, do you guys happen to sign up for the um, uh, the Gizmas gift yeah, gift exchange um, yeah the one on Facebook or the one yeah on the- oh yeah the one on Facebook I wasn't sure if they're different ones or the same no because I did the I did it last year and the person I got signed up with I sent him a present he didn't send me one back Oh, that's fucked. Whack. So I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that that's shitty. Uh, luckily, I got mashed up with somebody um, who it like did it pretty well. But uh, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure he got me some. I don't know, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Uh, but my point in bringing it up is like, you know, we were asked uh, on the questionnaire like, what what's your favorite album? And I'm just like, fuck, I I, I don't know. It changes on a daily basis. Um, so I just put Polygon Duana Land, you know. Um, but I gotta ask, since you're like you're you're pretty cool 
you're pretty cold on KG, but it's still somewhere in the middle for uh, for Cherry and, and Amanda, you guys. Um, Jaden, obviously, you're cool. But, like, um, <laughs> okay. um, I, I, I just got to ask uh, Cherry and Amanda, um, what are your least favorite Giz records? Why are you leaving me out? Well, I'll get to you in a minute, but I got, I got, I got, I got to hear these people's perspectives because they're way different from you know yours and mine. Um, Polly, <laughs> and, and that's just um, because Crumbling Castle you still have that fucking no. <laughs> Listen, it just doesn't grab me like the way every other album has. Um, give a. I don't know. I th- Polly and like, um, Polly and like eyes, like the sky. All know. right, those two albums just don't speak to me. I don't really grab my attention that often. I don't listen to them that often. They're not bad at all. I listen to Polly sometimes, very rarely. <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's my least favorite. No, that. that- that, that's fair. And I, I'm only giving you guys shit just for the sake of my own amusement. But, um, understandable. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I get it. You, okay, trying you to... left me out of this round of questioning. So I'm just like, I mean, okay, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're forcing your way in as, as you feel you need to. So let's just let Amanda speak now. It's Nate. <laughs> I'd say. Well, for me, there's no, like, bad Giz album, so really my two, like, worst albums isn't, like, worst. It's just the two I listen to the least. Probably either 12 Bar or Float Along. I do not listen to Float Along, like, ever. Oh, man. You should get on that. That oh, that one's good. What? Cookie eraser. <laughs> what is that, man? What? Yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're, I'm, I'm just like, I want, I want different perspectives. Wait, no, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. So no, I'm just being shitty. And the best part is we were talking, we were having like this convo, like I think like probably a couple weeks ago, like me, Jay, and Chair were talking about like ranking our albums or I think it was rating the albums like the Needle Drop does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we were just doing, we were just doing ratings out of 10. And so... <laughs> They were both just appalled by how high I put Oddmits at and how low I put Float Along at. Oddmits giving it credit. Albums, uh, Oddmits is a great album. Y'all yeah, it was your background afraid. last time. <laughs> <laughs> Whack. 16 out of 16. That, that's where that, that's where, that's where Oddmits sits. Oddman said 16 out of 16 and it will forever be whatever, however many albums they have, Oddman's will sit at the bottom. You, you know, like, for being a bottom feeder though, it is pretty great. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That is a yeah. very high no. floor. Yes, no, I agree. For being like the worst that they've ever done, Oddman's is fantastic. <laughs> but that still doesn't mean it isn't the worst of the crop. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. sure, high. Uh, High high floor and and in, 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 in an astronomically high ceiling, but crying sucks. I mean, Cookie did write that when he was sixteen, um, and there is no one on this earth that writes a good song at sixteen. I think Justin Bieber did okay with that, but yes, generally speaking, <laughs> you're, uh, you're <laughs> voice of a generation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
fucking... <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Does he write his own songs? I think he does, but no. Who cares? Not now. <laughs> this ain't about him. We, think, we don't talk yeah. about him no more. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's just been like, you know, getting his life together because he hasn't come out with any new music in the last couple of years, I don't think. But uh, he, um, he has. Go ahead. He, he has. has. He, he came put out with this one song called Yummy, and then trash. He, he was begging all of his followers on Instagram to just like put it on Spotify and just leave it on repeat, turn the volume down, just leave it. Oh, <laughs> so he get, like, no, he didn't do that. His fans did that. His fans were like, uh, but then put, he put, posted put it on song, his Instagram. No, yeah, 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 yeah. He like he like reposted something, so it was like he kind of said that, but like he was just trying to pad his stats so he could get some sort of. So know. now, now you're you're just making me like imagine if the if if like the Odd Life rap base was the majority of Giz fans, that's what they would do. They would do shit like that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Man. And we and we'd have Definitely. even more like absolutely atrocious thirst posts for all of them, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, Jesus uh, Christ. Oh, th- th- thank God we got a better fan base uh, <laughs> through and through. I don't know, man. There's this there's this account on Instagram called at Hots for Stew. <laughs> Lucas Lucas follows that account, and one of like the pictures on it is like Stew licking something. And it's like they put the caption over Stu as Stu, and then over whatever he's licking, my titty. And it's like, okay, all right. And then I do got to give a shout out to Hot for Stu McKenzie because he watched my my live video and complimented my guitar playing. So that was very sweet of him. Shout out to John Hanford, professional guitarist. John Hanford. Shady. Uh, <laughs> Amanda, you're going. You're going to say something. It sounded like. Uh, I didn't say anything. I'm oh, sorry. okay. Well, uh, that was my perception. <laughs> you have three and a half minutes to question me, John. What were you waiting for? Yeah. Well, I mean, now that we've kind of gotten through KG and, and off the rails a little bit. Um. And by the way, I I think I will um just like send a new uh, uh link for this if you guys want to keep going because like this is fun. I like you guys and. 40 minutes is not enough to contain this shit. So um, uh, live in San Francisco, uh, now we're getting into Nonagon territory. And, um, and, and I think that's like all, but like we're basically all on the same page there. Maybe Jaden's just going to like uh, be the most stoked for this one. But um, yeah, well, yeah, clearly you are. So why, what was your impression, uh, you know, first hearing that live in San Francisco is going to come out? Oh my God! You guys have two drummers. That's insane. <laughs> Was that you in the front row? No. No. <laughs> oh my God, dickhead! Hey, dickhead. That was dickhead. No, dickhead, stay. No, dude. Oh my God. Bitch. Okay, so first I got excited. I only have two in a minute, so I'm gonna try and compress this. I, I got excited because when I heard that they were gonna do another live record and it was gonna be live in SF, I was like beyond stoked because i was expecting it to be uh live in sf 2019 and i i I was at the second show for that so if they were going to do that i was like oh this is so sick because i'm going to have something that i was at immortalized forever and then they were like no 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 no, it's 2016 it's your favorite era and no one knows what the set list is at all there's there before before it came out, no, it wasn't on the site list of them. It was nowhere. No one oh, knew anything really? about it. Yeah, nobody knew anything. They were just like, 
oh, we're just getting Nanagon Eric is, and nobody knows what it's going to be. And then we, and then it, the leaks came out, and everybody found out everything that they needed to know. And uh, yeah, I was beyond stoked. That it's it's it is, in my opinion, they have plenty of hits, and like the Giz Greatest Hits album is going to be just like a six LP release. Cause it, 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 there's no way they're going to be able to fit the prolific output. But if I had to put it on one, re- like if you had to put all the songs on one record to have best of Giz period live in SF's 2016 is it that has everything that you ever need to hear. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about the track listing on uh, live in SF. Like nobody knew what it was going to be. Um, how fucking cool was it that they just like right out of the gate, they just threw in hot water, uh, fi- you know, finished up Nonagon the non-gun stuff and then went into trap door like uh i mean trap door for me like that that might have been my favorite track on from that show um just maybe it might just be because like you don't like they haven't played trap door that much in recent years um and it's just such a sick song but uh it, it was cool to see it mixed in there um you know with all the non-gun mind fuzz stuff well the timeline goes that Pamela Mache came right before Nonagon, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, so to have that so to have that be like the one sole representative, that that's that's everything to me. Cause I mean, we all know what happened to Trapdoor afterwards in the years that came after that record. I mean, it became a staple that eventually connected itself to the Balrogs. So like yeah. to be able to have like a like a piece of like, hey, you had Trapdoor but you didn't have Balrog yet. And now you can like, and now you can experience what that was like. Oh, chef's kiss. Can't get better than that. Yeah. Uh, uh, tra- Trapdoor is also like Amanda's favorite uh, paper mache song. So I think she has an opinion. Oh, hell yeah. Trapdoor is like one of my favorite gay songs in general. Also, Hot Water is one of my favorite gay songs. That was like my most listened to song. And the river. A 20, I think. Yeah, I was like, um, honestly, the 2016 set lists are my favorite set lists that they've done. Just because I, I really love when they do the Mind Fuzz, Trapdoor, Hot Water, Nonagon. Uh, mm. Like, I, lo- I love the set lists that they do now. It's just, like, the 2016 ones are so much more hype and nostalgic for me. Like, uh, live in uh, SF, honestly... I listen to that way more than I listen to Chunky, just because I fuck with the set list way more. Yeah, it ma- makes sense. I mean, because like that is the like the meat and potatoes of Giz. It's like that's 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 what got everybody into Giz. Like like because even back then they were still prolific as fuck, um, but it still it, it, but like not to the point that they are now where like you don't know what direction they're going to go in a show like you're always going to expect something pretty high energy uh from gives like you know four or five years ago yeah and like also my favorite thing about that is they play the river in full i love i i love the river in full i want to see it in full so badly one day i was at their la show last year and they played the river but it was river and tawawa so they stopped like halfway through which is cool but i still the river in full whenever they play it is just so good 
Yeah, I remember that because I was at the LA show as well. And I, I remember when they went into Wawa, I was like, oh, you're not really going to do this, are you? Like, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, you got to have the river and fall. <laughs> and they did that. <laughs> I had the same exact thing. And then I was like, okay, we're doing Wawa now. Sick. <laughs> Love that song, but okay. <laughs> yeah. We've been robbed of a full. Um, River Jam, like the, like the end jam until now. Oh but yeah, I I still like Chunky better than Live in San Francisco, to be honest. Honestly, really, what's yeah? Honestly, what sells me is like um like Let Me Mend the Past and um and Murder of the Universe. Murder of the Universe just sells that whole thing to me. Yeah, I listen to that shit on repeat every day. It's just crazy. I don't know. You you know that's a good point because like I. I remember because they also played Murder of the Universe at the LA show, yeah. and when they and when they busted that open, I was just like, "Oh fuck!" We're like, like I I didn't know what to do with myself. I was just like, "This is so intense," and just like, I mean, it, it was just the coolest shit because you know they're playing the video in the background. You see Hantayumi's lyrics and everything, and it's just like, "Oh my!" Like it it just enhanced the whole meaning of all of it uh, yeah. so much that like yeah that that's that's like a hard moment to top in any concert um yeah like i i i like chunky as a film the the soundtrack i'm still i'm still down with it but um yeah i mean live in sf that just kind of that was like the perfect uh way to cap off the year i think for uh you know just like here's here's some brand new shit with kg we're all over the place it's pretty unpredictable and then uh some nostalgia for, for the OG fans. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was yeah. done tactfully. <laughs> um, but, uh, well, and, and like, I guess also, you know, since we last spoke, um, they also released the demos, uh, which we saw some pretty poppy uh, inspirations there with like most of what I like and, and, and Dirt as well, you know, two paper mache songs that were ultimately acoustic, but um what were your cherry I, I saw you light up when i mentioned the demos <laughs> so uh you got some thoughts i don't know me personally i like really stripped back like tracks like musically i like really stripped back stuff so you know hearing stuff like the spider me demo and um uh like bird song demo i don't know it just i just really liked it it was like really easy listening it was so like it's really cool to see where all like my favorite tracks came from you know how they started and what they became um yeah, yeah. It, it's it's interesting like with that that evil death roll became what it became mm -hmm. because like that demo was just like you guys are seriously gonna be rolling with this i mean it, it was very <laughs> generic sounding it's like something that i could have you know just come up with in a, in a jam session in high school but um but, but then like you know obviously i wouldn't have done to it what they did um oh, yeah <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> what, what was that? I, I missed that. I wouldn't have gone that far. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I'm also saying shit for the sake of you know getting some uh, more engagement with with this podcast. You know, I'm selling out here to to populism, but um, <laughs> um, no, but but I mean, there's like like but the Evil Death Roll uh, demo it it kind of impressed me the least out of out of all of them. Um, I was kind of interested to see, like, 
uh, music to eat bananas to? Like, what what was that leading up to? Is that something that we're going to still be, you know, getting in a future record or something? Or, uh, like, what would that have been? Like, it, it kind of struck me as, like, you know, like an ambient track that they were just sticking to sketches somewhere. Um, yeah. You know, it's probably just one of those, like, little melodies you just figure out one day and then, like, just like sit back and you're like this can't I can't really do a lot with this maybe they just did that maybe they made it specifically for the stream that they like debuted the demos on I oh, yeah. that like that was my favorite I'm a big fan of just like strip back ambient stuff so like the fishing for fishies was my favorite music to beat bananas too inspired me although I will say what surprised me about that demo the album was the Sleepwalker demo. It is so shitty and so good at the same time. I love the Sleepwalker demo. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to go l- listen back to <clears throat> listen back to that one because I I kind of forgot uh, what I'm it re- sounds like. But um, yeah, I, I I do remember it was uh, it was on there. I I, I really wish I had more to, <laughs> more to respond with. <laughs> Fuck. Um, no, it doesn't sound good, but like in a good way, though, you know. <laughs> oh, like like Odmins. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, excuse exactly you, Odmins. Like exactly. S tier. It's low no, five. S tier. A, B, oh. A, C, D. Best song they ever wrote. Bite me. <laughs> Odmins, the song. Odmins, the song. No, oh, guys, it's Veggie Mike. Come on. Homeless Men in Adidas. Yeah. Slaps. Banger. I mean that one National is anthem. a great song. That, that I mean that is a criminally underrated good song. There, I mean that's the thing. Oddments is an amazing album with a bunch of like really underrated tracks. Like um, Homeless Man in Adidas uh, used to be work this time was underrated until like they started playing it live and we're just like okay yeah it's a great song. Um, <laughs> and I mean shit even uh, it's got old is like such a fucking jam. Yeah, I would love for them to play it's got old live. Hell yeah. I want to play ABACD live. I want that, but like nine minutes long. I would have to be bad if they played Aluna Majaka live, if we're being honest. Aluna Majaka, bro, how could I forget? That would be an amazing way to start off a show. Like, like instead of playing Evil Star, just Aluna Majaka. Like, I think that that would be a, I think we can all agree to that. I want to bring a live horse onto stage to do the horse noises. I want the Zerna. I want everything. Shit. I mean, we we saw them get, like, Eric left, and part of that was logistical reasons. I don't think you can replace Eric with a horse on stage. That would be a major liability. They can do it. They can do it. I, I believe in King Kiss. I believe Put him on the drum kit. Let's do it. It's fine. <laughs> um... It's like Cavs' Damn. worst nightmare. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, God, that be it, 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 like if if he were to have an actual nightmare, that's what I imagine it would be. It would just be him just playing, you know, doing like the the drum solo in the beginning of Self Immolate, and then there's just a fucking horse just tearing up the rest of the kit, and he's like, "Oh no, do I keep do I keep drumming or do I, you know, or, or do I stop and?" And, and get this horse out of the way, or get out of the horse's way. Like what? What? Okay, I don't know where I'm going with this, but the horse is just <laughs> running around, smashing down, pushing down amps, pushing down. I think, 
it it'd make for a great show. They need a horse. Well, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, is is that what we need? Just we we just need a horse. Uh, like, I want just live animals. I want there to be like uh, ribbon dancers, you know, uh, gymnastics. Maybe we some... <laughs> now that Eric's gone. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I I think you could still go to you know like the Barnum circuses, right? Like, oh yeah, like, a live I mean, bear. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe they're not doing them during the pandemic, but I mean, I I. You know, I, I don't think this would really be fall in line very well with like the whole environmentalism and like animal rights uh, aspect um. is. But it would be pretty iconic if they had a gator on stage as they were playing, you know? Like, I think, I think they should take a page out of Katy Perry's book and get like people to dress up as the gator. No, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Yes. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, just have some hype dancers, give them Molly and uh, just have them dress up as gators. Plus then uh, mass produce the gator costumes so we can actually have fun at Halloween parties now. Like that's because I, I can't make one myself. I, I'm not very skilled in, in you know, being a seamstress. We start, everybody rares it to red rocks. <laughs> oh no. Could you imagine though? Like that would be amazing if we're just all in just, just a sea of gators at red rocks it's i would love that like me and jaden have caught we have clothes that we're gonna wear for red rocks what are we doing we're doing like the red jumpsuits with like the white helmets uh-huh. but i would gladly trade that if we had a gator costume for sure i i was i, I was wouldn't talking with, <laughs> i was talking with somebody else about wearing ugg boots for uh you know like in straws of the wind um ugg boots <laughs> yeah. Back. Uh, pajamas just grow your hair out, wear a robe, and throw a pair of Uggs on and some sunglasses, and you got it, John. You got uh, I'm not. I'm not too far away from that. I got <laughs> uh, the the hair's you know still a work in progress, but uh, we're getting close. We're getting You're there. You're getting there. You're getting there. Realistically, I feel like everyone at Red Rocks would wear like red robes, you know, because it's easy. It's cellophane all look and but it's just everyone. Everyone's like, damn, this is awkward. <laughs> like everyone probably is like, I'm gonna wear a cellophane costume and it's gonna be fucking sickening. Y'all can't take it. And then everyone else is gonna be wearing red and gold jewelry. <laughs> I'll just I'll wear I'll be the guy with the black one and the red face. Milk and honey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean there it will be interesting to see all the costumes that are there because I have a feeling it's going to be uh, more than just a small percentage. Um, like there's going to be a surprising amount of cosplay, I think, especially after, you know, we had to wait 18, at least 18 months for the okay. show to happen. Um, I mean, but like back to the whole like sea of gators idea, like if everybody just showed up in a gator costume fuck 16 albums they should just play a three-hour rendition of the river right like <laughs> three hours that'd be just exhausting like i want to ask Probably. for my money back i'd be fine with it i'd ask for my money back <laughs> <laughs> I'd, ask for- <laughs> I'd ask for my i came i came i came i came to stop some robots and if we're just gonna like float a, float down a river for three hours then like i don't think i got what i paid for bro like yeah, you, you know, I, I'm going to put my foot in my mouth right here. Um, uh, or, or, I mean, I think that's, yeah. 
that or I, I forget how that uh, idiom works. I forget the <laughs> order of operation. In the mouth. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, like, did I put my foot in my mouth when I when I said like "fuck the sixteen albums, just play the river"? Or did I put my foot in my mouth when I said, "You know what? I'm going to retract that bit." <laughs> both. I don't know. I think. But you said I think it. both. <laughs> yeah. I say a lot of shit I don't believe. I don't know. But <laughs> it makes shit more interesting. Yeah, same. I mean, that's okay. I feel like every single time I have a conversation with Amanda about what her favorite Giz album is, she's like, no, you're wrong. And I was like, that's no, what you said. <laughs> ah, we're, we are all just perpetually contrarian. That is we what are. it is. We really are. No, we really it's are. It's two albums, and he knows it. It's always been two albums. My two favorite albums is Banana and Murder. Those have been the top two, have never changed. He just doesn't listen. <laughs> those are, you know, those are very good top two albums. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. no, those are like my two favorite albums just in general. I listen to Murder at least like once a day. Those, are, those albums are actually, I, this, this, this sounds really nerdy. I have a note or I have a text file on my computer. That's just my lists of my, of like, it's only King Gizzard and OCs. And it's just my favorite, like my favorite albums ranked first to like first to whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Banana and Murder are right next to each other in that list, actually. At yeah. eight or not at eight and nine. What? That low? Oh, yes, shit. sir. Oh. Yes, sir. I, I mean, yes, like sir. Banana is, is ultimately what hooked me into Giz. Like, like the, I, and and I, so I think that's also why KG uh, is in my top five, just because it's it's microtonal and that shit just gets me every time. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I just don't know how he can put murder that low. Um, I got you right here. You can you can call me a hater all you want. That altered beast chapter is too fucking long. Nah, we're not doing this again. You're wrong. That Altered Beast chapter wrong. is too fucking long. Do you... Apple's guys, guys, go, wait, listen. Listen, you hate listen, 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 listen. I, I'm, I'm, I'm metagaming the fuck out of the Gizverse right now. Check this shit out. Nautagon Infinity came out, and that started, their, that started their whole thing with the number three, but they brought it to nine because they were like, hey, that's three times three. That's, that, that's that three times three. That's, that's how you get nine, right? But, like, we work in threes because we like, we like the number three. Anyways, they were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's come out with five albums in one year because we can, and one of them is going to be one that's in three parts. But that first part is going to be way longer than the rest of them. Because if you go look in Spotify, that first fucking chapter is 16 minutes. And the, so? next two are, the next two are only nine. You mean to tell me if we had an album that was like, could like, like equidistant in terms of time, in terms of time length, like, okay, this is how long this is. And then the next part is also the same length. And you get that one at the end. Let's see, I, you know, I mean, the, the flow how, and the how, ebb would be great. How but do you feel about Leah's... how do you feel about head on pill before you get into hating on Leah Senior because that shit won't fly? No, listen, 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 John. That's what I'm saying. Leah Senior. Okay, the passing scene. Yeah, the passing solid eight out of ten. That's in my top ten for 2020. That's a good album. Okay. All right. Much love to Leah Senior. Shout out my girl. That's that. She's great. No, she's my celebrity crush. Hundred percent. But. 
it's 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 honestly it's it's not even her fault like i i used to fuck with cherry and amanda just be like oh there's too much spoken word that's not really how i feel i just think giz went too long exploring the same song idea but if you want to talk about head on pill john there's no reason for that song to be 16 minutes long now we go back to the oh song. man there's no fucking reason for that song to be 16 minutes long the, that mean, song, if that song was 12 minutes long, I would, I would suck that song's dick dry. Like, <laughs> if it was shorter than however long it is, by like four minutes, four? Yeah, I like, mean. Yo, this is great. But like, yo. They, well, that's kind of the magic of it. It's like it just goes on forever. I mean, like, like when you're tripping, it just feels like an eternity. And it's just like, and, and like, it, it's great. Cause you're just like, oh wait, no, this song is like quite literally the meaning of life. And, uh, and, and life should go on at least 16 minutes. See, <laughs> see, see, that's, that, see, that's where we're different, John. Like you experience these things while you're, while you're tripping. Like I just get, I just get so high that I, 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 I like, I can't, I'm not on earth anymore. And then I put on this song called I Got A Lot by uh, OCs. That song is 23 minutes long. And it's just somebody who's putting their mic in, who, who found out that microphones work. And they're just like, I got a lot on my mind. I got a lot on my mind for 23 minutes. And that's, that's what I like to. That's what I like to do with my time. And I, I, I think that goes to show where my head is in terms of like our musical opinions. But like, yeah, I'm a chaotic yeah. person, John. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you could tell. He's got a lot on his mind. Got a lot yeah, of mind. I mean, there's, there's, I think there's a reason we all vibe here. We're chaotic as fuck. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, mean, I mean, Cherry how, and Amanda can look coy all you want, but we know you guys no, are no, fucking well, wild. No, well, I mean, no. Well, Cherry I mean, educated me on what poppers are. I like. <laughs> not John. John. Not John. Like me and Amanda. Like we met through Giz. Like we are the only two that I've actually met in real life, and that like. We, we hung out, and it was just like, oh, we're f- fucking crazy together. <laughs> no. Isn't that fucking magical? We're now together, and that's how that happened. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Stu. Also, back talk to that murder of the universe thing, because Jaden always <laughs> has... Yeah, let's talk about that. So you hate Leah Sr. Hold on. I feel like he always says that. I feel like he slightly says it to make me angry, just to get at me, because I love that album so much. Uh-huh. First of all, the Altered Beast chapter, perfect length. If anything, it could have been longer. I love <laughs> that Altered Beast chapter. Also, his main argument is it's repetitive because it's multiple songs. For me, I just see it as one giant song. Mm-hmm. So it's like not, it's not like repetitive in my eyes. Like the core, like it goes back to the chorus, like Alter Beast, Alter Me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it up like every every like single chapter to where like it kind of sounds different but. you know it is a little curious though that like i think it's even in the fourth altered beast uh Stu still isn't sure if he has seen an altered beast because he says i think i see an altered beast it's like make up your damn mind man have you seen it or not you know, it's a really confusing time seeing an altered beast you know <laughs> it is so, like, the number one thing I am so excited for for the marathon show, Cecilia Sr. finally married the universe. I literally, that is, like, the main reason I bought tickets. Uh, yeah, and, and I, I hope she also opens the, the show with, like, her own stuff. 
Oh, they, I, that, yeah, they, I think there's no way she said, won't, right? They said they, they said that she's the opener. Yeah, that's I'm so going to throw cool. elbows to Evergreen. I'm so Cherry, excited. Cherry, you know that's my favorite Leah Senior song. How okay, dare you cool, try to represent cool, Evergreen? Cool, but you're just cool, like, no, it's actually cool. Graves. That's the best. Okay, but, that's the okay, best but, Leah uh, Senior song is Graves. Uh, the passing scene is actually the best passing scene. More song. often like, than no. not, I will cry after hearing Dreary Day. Uh, I love that song. It has such beautiful <laughs> lyrics that, that just get me every time. It's like, you should you just, just be yourself. And like, I'm just like, yes. So like, what do I don't you know, maybe I'm just going like... through an identity crisis. But... <laughs> me too. Um, <laughs> what do you think about passing scene the song? Um, it, it's, you know, I haven't given it that much thought. It's interesting to me. Um, like I, I do like the lyrics. It's, it's got, like to me, it, it just puts me in a mood where I'm just like, you know, just sort of like stoic, you know, um, like, like for me, yeah, like, you know, I haven't, like, I haven't read the lyrics of it, um, but it just seems to be just sort of like this detached, like observational song. Like it's, it's kind of like a cookie song in that way. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's definitely, that's, that's one of my favorite albums from the year for sure. Um, for sure, yeah, yeah. I just and, love and, it. And and also, uh, um, there's no more fish in the sea. Uh, that one is absolutely gorgeous. But why are we not talking about Ocean Quilt Lady? Ocean Quilt Lady, oh, yes. <laughs> it is. There isn't, she who there is, there isn't the a bad song on that album. Uh, don't, Jaden, don't, uh, Jaden, Jaden with his don't. hot takes. What did uh, Leah Senior go on. too long with the altered beast again hold on the on, passing no, scene? And we didn't I, even realize it. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold. Uh, Lee, uh, Lee, uh, uh, what, what are you going to say about Lee and Senior, Where? our Lord and Savior? Why is she not in my high playlist? I can't find her on Spotify. I'm... I can't find the song. It's a song that goes like. You can't dress, oh, up, is it, or dress up a heart. Oh, wait, no. It's, isn't Graves the one where it's like, we are the it's ones Graves. who go to the graves of the rock? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that song like, is a that's... banger. You shut no, your mouth. The song, that, that's a, a weak line. That's a weak line. That's a weak that line. That is not a weak line. That's corny. That's corny. Cherry, that's corny. It's not. I mean, you, it's beautiful. It's poetic. I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> are, 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 we, are we accusing anybody of being corny and having it be a bad thing when we're King Gizzard fans? King Gizzard is corny as shit. I mean, but it's like this. part of the magic. We're it's like corny, it's like corny but... in a good way. And like that, that shit should be celebrated, you know? I mean, I agree with you, but nah. Okay, maybe corny, maybe not corny. You know what? It's it's like th there are some Giz lyrics that are corny though. Like everybody gets a pass. Yes. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Joey. Like, I mean, that's why super, Superposition yeah. sucks because of that one. What? Like, superposition sucks. That song. Why did that song come okay, out? Why did that song is, come out? Superposition is another song that it. Superposition is one of my favorite songs on Gumboot, and it's a song that I also believe Jaden talks shit on because I love it so much. I don't. Yeah. It's just one of the weaker songs on Gumboot. It, it, no, G Superposition is the song that made me realize what a genius Joey is as a songwriter. Like, those, those lyrics are... You mean you didn't pay attention great. to Anoxia? Come on, man. Yeah, yeah I didn't. Like, Anoxia <laughs> didn't, didn't uh, pull me in the same way that uh, Superposition did. Uh, John, like John, this is... This is um, I guess I'm... John, this is where we defer, my friend. Like, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I hope they play Superposition live someday. They're that not. would be so great. I, I mean, that's fine. I, if they did, I, I, I wouldn't 
really I'd be like, oh, this is cool. I'm a stand Joey. You would I'm be there pouting Jaden and we'll all fucking love it. Like <laughs> no, I will kill for service right. position. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm the only one who likes straws in the wind. So when Ambie's like, hello, uh, how we doing? Galvanizing, uncertain. And it's like, we're just like, yeah. Like y'all are just gonna be like, I don't I wanna am. dance. I don't wanna I dance because Ambrose can't sing right for this song. And it's like, meanwhile, I'm over in the corner throwing I mean, bows. I'm gonna be in the corner throwing bows. And y'all are gonna just be like all mad off to the side. And it's like, all right, well, we're one for one here. It's cool. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't dislike straws in the wood. It's just my least favorite. Whereas you, I feel like you're giving some very. You're, you, I feel like you dislike superposition. Like your yeah. superposition is way more than my just subtle dislike. I, I'll say this. I'll say this. I, I like superposition more than down the sink. Yeah. 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 I I, I can agree. Look with at Cherry. Look at Cherry. Look at um. <laughs> Down, down the, th- down the sink to me kind of felt like uh, a cut, like like it was cut off of uh, Laugh About Life, um, you know the Pie Pie album, yeah, like, and, and and that's why they threw it on the Gumboot, which is it's fine, it's a good song, but yeah, Superposition's way better that you know, um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Wait, hold on, wait. While we're still on the topic of Gumboot, hey y- y'all, why why don't, why don't you guys why don't you guys voice your your in in my opinion bad opinion on um uh barefoot desert because apparently y'all don't y'all y'all don't like that song and it's i like, love barefoot like, desert where'd you get well, this it, I, then i then i then i guess it's just amanda who's like oh you know, barefoot desert sucks yeah barefoot desert took a while to uh to grow on me again um, Ambrose but, 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 y'all just don't understand i mean that bass line is 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 baller but the rest of the song yeah i i i, I get it it's not it's not great <laughs> it's like barefoot well, that's also one of those songs where I'm just like, compared to the aggressive gumbo, that is definitely like on the bottom. Like, it just does not pull me in as much as the other songs on gumbo does. Although, that's, I like that song more than Down the Sink. That's how I know you guys don't actually like the Murlocs, because that's like a, that's a Murloc song through and through. In the same way that Down the Sink sounds like a Pipe Pie song, Barefoot yeah. Desert, if you trade that flute melody for like a 60s guitar tone, that's a Murloc song. Yeah, and that's and, how I and know that, y'all are haters. But but that would that would change the dynamic of it, you know? Like that, that, then like I might like I might like the song more. Uh, how are we already? I don't know how how we're already. Uh, I, I guess yeah, we're already. Well, time flies time, when you have fun. Time really does fly uh, with with y'all, uh, which is totally cool. Um, but I, I guess yeah, we, we've got ten minutes. We probably don't want to like have this go too far over 80 minutes uh <laughs> as an episode um but yeah i um but i i do think uh one of the weaker tracks on gumboot is the last oasis um Agreed. and i will Agreed. say I, I i will say that uh i i like that a little more than barefoot desert um Right Are you now. kidding me? Uh, no, no, John's I, right. John's right. No, yeah. no. John is correct. The Last Oasis is one of the most interesting sounding songs they have. That is I don't not know how, true, I don't bro. Know come on. How, Muddy Water's on the same no, album. No one, come on. No, one gives, no one gives Last Oasis the roses she deserves. 
Because she doesn't deserve so underrated. No, because because the wheel came along and yes, we were all just the like, wheel, the wheel the is wheel. so much fucking hotter the, the than wheel? The Last Oasis. Uh, the you wheel? give the wheel all the fucking roses. The, the wheel is the best song on Gumboot. The, the wheel you still hear about. They play it on KEXP. They play it in concerts. And the last you ever heard about the last Oasis was the day before Gumboot dropped. They released it as a single, just like, this is the most love we're ever going to give it. And uh, yeah, that's how it, it's because y'all don't deserve it. They said y'all don't deserve it. We don't want her. You because you're so ungrateful. Y'all, we want y'all are so ungrateful. We have the wheel. We have the wheel. We're fine over here. And spiteful, rude, you're nasty criminals. <laughs> you better you go home, stream <laughs> Last Oasis. God damn. God damn. That's go so. to bed while you stream Last Oasis, yeah. y'all. Just have it on loop. Hold on. Hold hold on. Okay. So like while we're on the topic of gumboot, John. Yeah. There we all have uh, a, f- a friend, I guess, in in our, our very dear Discord server. Um, she shall rename. She shall remain nameless. However, she has some of the most combustible, flammable takes I've ever heard in my life. You want to? You want to hear this first one? Check this out. She thinks Great Chain sucks. She also thinks that the only good song on quarters is God is in the rhythm. I mean, yeah, that's somebody that should just remain na- nameless. Cause like, I, I don't think we should be, you know, outing, you know, outing on people. Um, cause like, that, that, that's, cause like where, where the fuck is her head at? Like what kind of judgment uh, is being used when you say that God is in the rhythm, rhythm is the only good song on quarters like it is one of the better songs. Like I, I think it might be tied for second best with, uh, with the river. Um, Cause lonely steel sheet flyer is I think the best song on that record. Are you um, shitting me? Are you shitting me? Nope. Um, Are you shitting me right now, John? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, like, okay, like, thank I, God. Thank God. I was about but, to flame but, the fuck out of you. But Lo- Lonely Steel She Flyer is criminally underrated, and Infinite Rise, I think, is criminally overrated. Um, I really love what? Okay. Uh, I don't know about that. Well, maybe, it's, love- maybe, it's, maybe it's not criminal, but it might be a misdemeanor. So, I mean, that's still... <sighs> B-Y. Um... That's a ticket at the least. I, that's a ticket. That's getting off of the PBA card. <laughs> Got a ticket. Um, what the fuck? I love Infinite Rides. It has one of my be- favorite um, King Gizzard lines. Bound together like boys in leather. That's that's a bar. That's bars, bro. That's bars. You don't understand shit I, about I, that. It's bars. No, I... I, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I frankly don't. Are you, are you are you saying that to John because he's a straight white male? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm a straight white male that doesn't know shit about bars because I don't know shit about rap. Apparently, Odd Life it's just like it's just rapping and rapping, rap, 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 and that's that's Ambrose rapping. Uh, <laughs> Ambrose is Australian Eminem. But. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah. Okay. Ambro- like- Ambrose, need- Ambrose needs his own movie, it is- but like instead of it's, 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 it's not eight miles, it's, it's fucking. It's it's like ten kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Goddamn! Oh my god! Um, but we we've we've only got about five minutes left, so I I, I want to get to uh um, 
uh, wrapping up, you know, just with like tie a nice bell on this thing. Um, so obviously, Amanda, you're probably, it seems like you're most excited for LW to come out. Um, oh, I'm so excited. What, what direct, so I think let's just finish up on, on this topic. Like what direction um, do you think we're going to see on LW? Let, let's just fucking speculate. I, I will, Stu is talking in the AMA, I think for Chunky about how they have like some like jazzy-ish stuff coming. So I, I, I'm hoping this next album is like the more jazzy microtonal album. I don't know if the full thing is going to be microtonal. But I hope it's like the more jazzy lo-fi stuff. I want like another like the smooth like calm album like sketches again. I just yeah. in my life. That'd be really nice. Yeah, like as Amanda said, like they were talking about microtonal jazz or something, and I've been waiting on that. And since I, I don't know, that's just me. But KG can deliver that. Hopefully, LW could. I've been on a really big jazz kick, so that would probably just enable me more to just listen to the same shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, like the uh, the book was um, uh, microtonal, you know. Oh, like yeah. there, were a, there were a few songs that were microtonal yeah. in sketches. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I I think it would make sense that LW would be, you know, kind of like, you know, put in the final, uh, or I mean, may, maybe they'll continue to do microtonal music, you know, past LW, but like. It, it would be cool. It'd be a cool way to sort of bring it back to sketches and FMB. Um, but yeah, I mean, who, who knows? <laughs> yeah, J Jaden, what, what what what's on your mind? You, you you look lost in thought. Well, if not now, then when needs more context, in my opinion. Um, it it didn't wow me. It's it's catchy. I I give it. I I I hum it sometimes, like on a whim. I'm like, wow, that actually stuck in my head, even though that's not like the most interesting stuff that I've heard. So I I just need more context. I don't know what to expect. I I don't know what to expect from this next record because like KG in a way is is fully microtonal gumboot. They went everywhere that they wanted yeah. to go to. They did everything that they felt like. They did everything that they felt like doing. We have Joey's disco. We have uh the cowboy garage rock of ontology we have you know hungry wolf we, we got we, we got a pretty damn good representation representation of what the giz sound is specifically in the microtonal area so like mm -hmm. i don't know it's coming next but i mean i'm gonna fucking listen to it and i'm gonna like it probably because i haven't overtly disliked a whole project before by them so yeah, only chapters. Uh, <laughs> um, well, guys, I, I I love having having you on the podcast. Uh, whenever we you know do this, it's it's always a blast. So thanks for joining me again. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to uh, you know see what goes on with LW and, and and maybe revisit this again. We'll come back after LW drops. Fuck yeah, man! Fuck yeah! We'll, we'll come back. We'll come back. <laughs> Well, yeah, guys, uh, take it easy and have a safe, uh, you know, safe life. Uh, happy, happy holidays and all that. Um, and yeah, probably talk to you next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have a good one. Yeah. Hi, bonk. Bye, bonk. Bye, bonk. Bye, bye. And thanks everybody for listening. Woo! <laughs> Woo!